Social distance. Social distance away. <laughs> Social distancing. That's why Julie's sitting at that table over there and I'm sitting at this table over here. Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me a special guest today, Julie Solano, who is the campus minister at the George Washington University. Julie, thank you for coming on the podcast. Sure, thanks for having me. And this is a special coronavirus <laughs> edition of the Catholic Bites podcast, which, depending on how long it takes me to edit this, could air long after coronavirus is over, but hopefully <laughs> we'll get it done quicker. Um, and so today we're going to talk about... Um, Specifically, I mean, so Julie, in your, in your situation, you're a campus minister, you do work with students all the time, mm -hmm. and we're sitting at the Newman Center at GW right now, uh, a comfortable, socially isolated <laughs> distance apart. Yep. Um, there's no students here. Yeah. They've all gone home. Yeah, this has been um, surely an unprecedented experience, and I've been campus minister here now for almost six years, and was sharing with our chaplain, who's only been here a year now, he's new, um, that this is very different from the experience of when students leave for summer um, or even for Christmas break, that there's a sense of loss because it was um, so abruptly ended. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things, I mean, they're all going home. They don't have anything to do. And so one of the things mm -hmm. we thought might be helpful for people, because uh, not just students, but everyone's in this situation, um, if you're stuck at home, how do I how do I pray at home? You know, here they come to the chapel, they come talk to the mm -hmm. Lord, they go to mass, they go to adoration, and their prayer life is kind of built into their community. But when you're isolated and at home, mm -hmm. uh, it can be hard to pray. It can be much easier to just go on Netflix. Like, so maybe what's what's one piece of advice you have to students who are who are going home, and then we can maybe trade off, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll do one, you do one, and. We'll just kind of figure out what are some ways to pray when, when they're at home. Yeah, sure. I think the word that has been coming to mind just reflecting on this is consistency. And really that translates to um, faithfulness and mm -hmm. to being um, being faithful to, especially in this time where it's easy to fall into, like you mentioned Netflix, like a kind of listlessness or like a not having a routine or yeah. rhythm of life, right? Because they're not going, they're not physically leaving to go to class mm -hmm. or work um, or their internship, all these things that were, were very um, doing oriented, mm -hmm. I think. And so to have this sudden abrupt pause of life is, is a big challenge. And so, um, but it can also be a great opportunity to mm -hmm. really enter into um, a rhythm of prayer uh, and a way of life in a, altering our way of life. Right? So yeah, I, see, I think mm -hmm. that's so true. Like in order to pray well, regardless of the situation, regardless of how prevalent a, a dangerous virus is, <laughs> we need to have a, a rule of life. We need to have a, a kind yes. of a rhythm that we've established. And sometimes that can be really hard for people. People say, oh, I wanna pray more. And they're like, okay, I'll just kind of spontaneously pray or I'll pick different times. But I usually tell spiritual directees, like you need to put it in your calendar. Like you mm -hmm. need to write it down every mm -hmm. single day and say, I'm praying at this time, I'm doing it this way, you know? Otherwise, you're never going to do it. Definitely. Exactly. And I think to um, to not get overwhelmed by all the different things and opportunities to pray, I know that, you know, the Archdiocese of Washington, our campus minist ministries are all putting out great um, online opportunities, right, to pray. And, like, we're sending messages in our group meetings. So it can be a little bit overwhelming even to, like, say, well, how? what, what do I pick? How do I do this? You know, and so to what you're talking about with that rule of life is to kind of hone in on um, a particular 
movement of the spirit, right? Yeah, and yeah. to stick with that, to be yeah. faithful to it. So maybe it's a daily rosary, maybe it's mm-hmm. uh, liturgy of the hours, maybe mm-hmm. it's um, watching the televised mass, maybe it's just sitting in quiet with, with your Bible, you know, having what speaks to you um, and kind of sticking with it and being faithful to it. So one, one thing that I, I've been thinking about for advice for people when they're praying at home is like, don't be discouraged if it's not as great as when you're at like adoration, mm. uh, because it's kind of the nature of the beast that when you're at home and you're not able to kind of like enter into a, a, a new space or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, there's all sorts of other stuff floating around. There's all sorts of discouragement in the air. Regardless, it's natural that prayer is not going to be the best and it's mm-hmm. okay like the lord understands if you're not praying like catherine of siena when you're at home you know mm-hmm. it's it's okay you know the key is not getting discouraged and continuing to do it because as soon as the first time you say oh gosh mm-hmm. i really stink at this i might as well just watch more netflix you know that's mm-hmm. that's when you start dying but yeah. instead if you if you say okay well i really stink at this but at least i'm going to keep trying you know mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference and then it turns out your prayer was actually quite good it was just a little dry or a little discouraged, I don't mm-hmm. know. Or distracted by family members. And I think we should talk a little bit about the physical space, yeah, space yeah. as well, um, because like you mentioned, um, finding that and setting aside a physical space. And even, and this might be a way to evangelize to your family as well, is saying like, hey, from these 30 minutes, like I'm going to be in the living room or in whatever, the office, and I'd ask that you, you know, turn the TV down or not come in and distract me because I'm going to be praying. Yeah. And invite them into that too. Maybe they want to pray with you. Who knows? Like, But that's an opportunity as well to say, like, would you want to pray a rosary with me in these next 15 minutes? You know. Yeah, that's a really well. good point too because oftentimes like when we try to pray at home, because we're in a, such a familiar place, because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, this is my bedroom. I could just go to sleep or mm-hmm. I could just go on the computer. You know, as opposed to when you're at church, you've made a conscious effort to go someplace else to pray. Mm-hmm. So you're much more likely to stay there for a longer period of time. And you're much more likely to be thinking about prayer. Whereas when you're at home, you know, you're thinking about all the things you got to do. You're thinking about, mm-hmm. oh, my bed's really messy. I should probably make that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. my clothes are on the floor. I should probably do that. So having, like you said, a, a space that's kind of like set aside, that's this is prayer space. And whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, a different room in your house or re- whether it's like you take out icons or crucifixes or you even print out images of the saints and kind yeah. of hang up in one corner. Yeah. Like making a physical space, we need that. We need that cue as um, human beings to kind of do that. Yeah, we're, we love the tangible, right? And so mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I think that's a great example. Just having the images, having... Um, Maybe it's even, yeah, turning a chair around, like physically rearranging things so that you're not distracted by whatever else, like you were mentioning with the bed being messy, like things that are going to distract you, cleaning and decluttering that space so that you can really enter in. Yeah. I would say another thing to do then is to set a definite time. Like when the students Mm -hmm. come here, adoration is from this time to this time. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're, you're going to go and you're going to go until benediction. So you don't really think too much about the time. Mm-hmm. But when you're at home, it's so much easier to just say, ah, I'm, I'm done, you know. <laughs> but if you set a definite time and say, Lord, this is your time, no matter how good it feels or bad it feels, it becomes a real act of love as mm-hmm. opposed to just like, you know, going someplace. So, so you, you and, 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 and acting according to how, how well you feel. So you can, you can make a definite act of love. Uh, by saying, Lord, this is your time. And even if that whole time is dried and distracted, it's going to be valuable. It's mm-hmm. going to be worthwhile. 
Any other thoughts? Yeah, no, I, you made me think of, too, the Mother Teresa quote about God doesn't call us to be successful, just faithful. Yeah. And that's exactly it right there. It's true. And and mm-hmm. I, I think, not to, uh, sorry if I interrupted, but uh, I think that's one of the challenges that, um, that everyone's going to have is this mm. feeling of inadequacy, mm-hmm. of failure, and of loneliness that Definitely. comes from being isolated because you're just not part of your normal routine and your normal community. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, Give yourself a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also recognize that, like, okay, the place then to, that sometimes the Lord gives us loneliness, he gives us isolation purposely in order mm. for us to turn away from everything else and get to know him mm-hmm. and encounter his heart. And so maybe this is an opportunity where the Lord is saying, I want you all to myself right now. I want you just, mm-hmm. you know, all, all, all in, all of you uh, for this time period. And so if that's the case, don't instead give yourself to Netflix. Uh, <laughs> give yourself <laughs> to the Lord. Yeah. I love that. All in. Yeah. Well, I guess that's um, some advice we can give in the time of coronavirus. Any other thoughts that you want to share? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Short and sweet. That's why we call it Catholic Bites. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you are listening at home and you are quarantined from coronavirus, I have good news. You have tons of hours of podcasts available for you to listen to and maybe grow a little bit in your faith over this time period. You just find us at CatholicBitesPodcast.com or you can find us on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, Just look for Catholic Bites. It's Bites with a Y. Thank you and God bless you.